Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh And hi, welcome back I'm still the Professor Dr. Rafidah Hanimit Mokhtar From the Faculty of Medicine and Health Sciences And we're going to continue to talk about LGBTQ or the sexual orientation and gender identity Okay, now we have actually talked about The position of Islam and cultural values in Malaysia With regards to this topic But I'm also a medical personnel, medical professor, It is, and I teach physiology. So what is physiology? It's actually a knowledge about the normal function of human bodies. All medical students would need to know or to learn about what is normal of your uh, body first before they learn about diseases. And why do these issues of LGBTQ Um, sort of uh, have interest or spark interest in me because of what I thought. I thought that our body was created with the most perfect functions. What God has given to us was actually a very um, complex yet smooth interactions or homeostasis between one system to another system. So first, I was of course being, it concerned me when somebody who say that they are born in the wrong body and they wanted to be the opposite sex and they started to take hormone from external and they inject these hormones if they want to be a male would inject estrogen and if a woman would like to be a man or trans man they would inject testosterone now if we learn about the physiology of body system we have the whole set of hormonal axes that respond to each other very well without the need of us to control them. So the act of a trans woman or trans man injecting external estrogen and external testosterone are not without side effects. Okay. Now, um, studies have shown that... Um, Feminization of a transgender or in our local community known as matnya would have several complications ranging from um, having side effects or higher risk to get cardiac problem or if they have, for example, an implant, breast implant, they would also be susceptible to other uh, complications like breast cancer or infections. Okay, not only that, I would like to discuss about the act of anal sex. Now, a group called Men Sex with Men, which are composed of homosexuals, bisexuals, and a part of transgenders, would have this anal sex to be part of their um, lifestyle. Now, Anal sex is prohibited by our religion, even in among a husband and wife in a lawful marriage. What more for same-sex couple? Of course, it is not allowed. A religious prohibition without reasons? No, they have reasons. I would like everybody to know that religion is not vacuum. When it prohibits a thing, it's actually for your own safety. Now let's talk about anal sex. Okay? 
um, homosexual or gay or bisexual or transgender may perform anal sex. Now, why we uh, anal sex is highly correlated with infection of human immunodeficiency virus or HIV or later they would go into the stage of AIDS, Acquired Immunodeficiency Syndrome. Why? Why is anal sex much harmful or have higher risk to get HIV as compared to vaginal sex? Now, um, a few things that you need to know is that our uh, rectum or anus or, you know, the part where we defecate or when we go to toilet for bowel output, okay, where we get rid of our feces, and I hope you do understand this, okay. Now, the lining of our rectum is actually by single columnar epithelium. It's the uh, the wall of our rectum is very fragile. There were lots of blood supply in anus. And that's why hemorrhoids occurs in anal region, but not in vaginal region of a female. So when you have an anus with high vascularity, with only a single columnar epithelial layer, that's a very thin layer, it is only meant for the passage or for our feces to go through. Well, feces is shit in the normal language. I just have to, uh, what do you call, translate English to layman words. So, it is suitable for the passage of, of a very soft stool. In other words, for feces, apart from the uh, rather harsh uh, words, shit, is also stool. The passage of stool is soft and even hard stool can injure your anal lining. Now, what more if an, an anal penetration by hardened penis? It will injure your anal rectal lining. And that's why HIV virus is easily transmitted through anal sex. Now, just because I'm describing this, it doesn't mean that I'm homophobic. It doesn't mean that I hate a homosexual person to talk in this way. But it is a medical fact that should not be hidden from everybody, especially our youth. Um, in Malaysia itself, 75% of HIV are from the age range from 20 to 39. Okay, 20 is the age where our youth starts to go to college or university. And with that young age group, we don't want them to to not know what are the risks involved in homosexuality. So, these are the, the risks of anal penetration performed by men sex with men, which is very high in risk. Um, I would like to share that the latest WHO data showed that the risk for homosexual to get HIV is about 26 times higher than vagina intercourse or heterosexual. 
And a transgender who perform homosexuality, oh sorry, who perform anal sex have a 13 times higher to get HIV as compared to normal population. You can go through WHO fact sheet for this, okay? Another thing, last year, there was actually a study done by doctor in UK. Um, they wrote a paper to British Medical Journal saying that anal sex is hurting women because anal sex is no longer an act only found in pornography. It has been, uh, what do you call, promoted in mainstream media. There will be social pressure for women to engage with anal sex with their boyfriend. And these two surgeons wrote in that journal, they have seen an increase up to 25% of women coming to them with the problem of anal incontinence. What does it mean by anal incontinence? Is that you cannot close your anus properly because they are being injured by the act of anal penetration and you, have, you continue to have feces or stool going out slowly. These are the things that I would like Usim Podcast listeners to understand, to actually reflect back that the prohibition by religions and cultures has reasons and we don't want our lives to be exposed to these problems. Um, I think that's all for today. There's so much of medical data that I think all of you would have to digest and, and I'm um, all for anyone to, um, you know, to have any questions, you can go to Usim's podcast. Okay. But, um, Again, as I say in my previous episode, that these um, issues are very thought-provoking. They are controversial. They may hurt some um, segment of the society. But I think um, it is also uh, what you call our responsibility to actually correlate and integrate the Islamic values, the religious values, the cultural values with medicine so that we should protect all segment of society, whoever you are, from embarking on a high-risk behavior that will expose you to HIV infection. Okay? If you want to listen more to podcast series by USIM, um, just go to podcastusim.edu.my and they're also available in the platform Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. Um, I hope to meet all of you again in the next series of Usim Podcast where we should delve more into the subjects in a very healthy way and a very respective way. And I hope that the podcast series would serve as a thought-provoking session for all of us um, so that we could actually understand more of these issues. Thank you very much. 